you got anything for me at the Valley of interest? Or the, I suppose Australia Day is the big meeting. Yeah, so Australia Day takes over a little bit and means that there's not, um, there's certainly no features. Um, I've only just been working through this a little bit. I thought Starcaster probably should have been. You haven't looked at these at all, have you? No, this is straight off you, mate. I don't, I don't need to do form in Melbourne. That's what you're here for. Yeah, okay. Um, well, I'll say what I tipped for our magazine there. Yep. I tipped the very slow Salto Angel, who's one from fifteen, and that was a uh, Werribee maiden where she ran to sixty-eight. Perfect. Tipped her in town on a Saturday. <laughs> I feel like you're so anti the non-winner sediment that you're going to try and find non-winners. Mm. Oh, they're they're a cash cow. Yeah. yeah. But she's um she's a nice chance in that because it's a case of um she's slow, they're slower. There's a couple. Well, there's a couple in there that can can run. She a can out slow. Yeah, she's. I mean, she ran second in a VRC Oaks. The VRC Oaks is a terrible Group One, but it's not a terrible benchmark seventy. Not according to James Willoughby. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, no, no, we won't discuss that. Um, and what else did I tip there? What's the Melbourne Mail? Really jumping. Oh, the I tip Neighbourhood, which is another. <laughs> I can tell you more bad things about the horses I've tipped than good things, but I still think they're over the odds. Um, Neighbourhood is a low percentage sort of horse, and. Lockie Nindorf has reverse pike numbers in Victoria. He hasn't um, he hasn't set the world on fire, but um, that can change. Can it? I don't know. But she's fourteen to one, and I could make a case that if there's a few other things in her favour, that that she could be right hard in the market in in that race there, where Fundraiser is probably the right favourite. But um, Neighbourhood is at least as talented as Fundraiser on exposed form, so. Um, I think she's a little bit undersold. So they're the two that I, I tip for the magazine. But as I said, it's a a pretty ho hum meeting, and I'm I'm making fairly negative cases for those. But odds is odds, huh? It is what it is. And in terms of in Sydney, bit of a I'm not going to say a nothing meeting, but the Carrington Stakes is actually a ripper. Um, we discussed it on three more in three minutes yesterday. I think for me, Purple Sector is the one currently in the market that I think is over the odds. Really good in two runs back. Back to 1,400. I actually generally love back in trip, but I'm not sure he's at his best at 14. That's my one little niggle, but I think Mr. 1-1 Hugh Bowman lands there, and if that's the case, I think I'll be surprised if he doesn't fill a hole through the cracks. I like the horse. He's just going to be last, and you know, I'm not sure what rail out eight metres means. If they're struggling to make up ground, I mean, he's $4 at the moment. Are you a uh, subscriber to the bounce theory? What's the bounce theory? Oh, like second up off a long injury in force break. So he's 391 days to Canterbury and then they run well and then they bounce. They bounce. A bit flat second I don't, up. Um, I don't think there's actually any evidence for it. But um, Well, I think the, the query for him, I guess, if they do struggle to make ground and he's going to be last and he's $4 at the moment, you probably don't want a bar of it. So for me, he's a big... If he gets out in the market, but then do you want it? I don't know. That's the. But I'll be backing. $4 through the cracks, is he? Uh, might be better than that. Okay, I was going to say, that seems very skinny. The first race is probably, I reckon, one of the races of the day. Silent Impact comes back. Capital Rain, this quick tempo, put five on the bounce, now comes to town and gives weight away to better horses, which is always the niggle. Um, 
just have too many wins at the provincials, I guess. You need to come to town earlier because this is what happens. You come to town and now you've got to give weight to Silent Impact, which is not easy. I think he's just, a, for me, Silent Impact, just a good horse. He's got, you know, big jumps and then, you know, didn't do much in the Dulcify, but he was in, well in the market and trialled well. And I know this, he's got nice style about him. <laughs> I know it sounds stupid, but I think he gets sure it. Sure does. Yeah. <laughs> You know, you just you like horses, right? There's a reason why you like them away from the numbers. There probably is somewhere in there, but and then the two-year-old interesting race because we get a, the gym crack clashes uh, with the breeders' plate form. Zambezi River Emperor Wild Calm was certainly really good in that behind Cool and Gatter. So the girls ran a lot faster than the boys that day, right? Uh, which day was that? Oh, on the breeders' gym crack. Oh. Miles, miles. Yeah, so the Colts... She was really fast that day. Yeah, the Colts have the edge in the market. It's interesting to see if that does flip. That'll be interesting. That should be... We should start to um, to see good good two-year-old racing now. It's been so thin. Small, small fields. It's the, the current trend has been to um, not race two-year-olds, mm. which is a bad idea, I think, because they need to learn how to race and they don't do that standing in a paddock, but... I think training. I think it's just become the trendy thing now. Is to you know give them time. Patience is so trendy, but I, you know, they do actually need to learn how to race as well. Um, but we should see the next month. I was looking at that. That's this next month over sort of the last two or three years in particular. That that trend. I mean, it's a long term trend, but in particular, I think the last two or three years. This month, straight on the back of the Magic Millions, and then into Blue Diamond, and then Golden Slipper Trials. Um, we should see some good ones come 